You definitely researched more than I did. I also was deeply count. embroiled in it. Mm, um, I think I was less than you. I was really into Sherlock, but I was... That was, like, one of my my biggest phases on Tumblr, when I was, like, most active there and most rowdy. Before you start listening to this podcast, I'm going to need you to pause for five to ten seconds and go listen to Angel with a Shotgun. All right, awesome. Welcome to the second episode of Bait. I'm Zoe. I'm Maj. And we still love queerbait. During the time that span between recording and editing and posting our murder episode and recording this episode today, Zoe's finished. <laughs> Zoe has finished rewatching BBC Merlin. I am on the last season, and yeah, we've taken a bit of a spiral. It's good. It's Merlin and Lancelot is a much better ship than, than Murder. It's tragic that we didn't have we weren't on that level mind wise. I know when we watched it when we recorded it, but that would have been not have been a lot, maybe too much. A little bit too much would be too earnest. You know, contrary to the show we're about to talk about, the acting on BBC Merlin was was pretty good, and while the queer bait was there, and we hate Murder so much and politics were awful, it wasn't, it still wasn't as malicious as the show we're about to talk about. A show that seemed to exist for the pure reason of spiting the people who watched and enjoyed it. And that is BBC Sherlock. That's right. Today we're talking about John Locke. (sighs) Like, Sherlock fans, since... The invention of Sherlock Holmes have always been so fucking crazy. They, they like convinced him after years yeah. to bring a character back to life and reboot a uh, series. People were like in mourning when he killed off Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like in the, they took to the Gets streets. Out of the book club for spending morning on me. <laughs> Imagine if like people in Mass were as passionate about like human rights <laughs> as as they were about Sherlock Holmes BBC Sherlock is a bad show it's, it's bad it's bad if you're listening to this and you still kind of think it's good it's not I implore you to watch BBC Sherlock uh, or what is it called everything it's not everything wrong it's, no it's a uh, it's something like BBC Sherlock sucks and here's why yeah it's like a two-hour video by. Uh, I'll link it in the description. Yeah, but it's the most cathartic experience you can possibly have. It's the best two hours of your life. If you've ever watched Sherlock, you it will be the best two hours of your life. It's. Really, I mean, un- unless you still like unless Sherlock. Unless you still like it, and then you'll just. Then you'll learn. You'll learn that it's bad, which it is. What a show with such a high production value. Nothing happened in that show. Ever. Ever. It's just like a bunch of words floating around. <laughs> and then he's like, ah! It's, uh, I'm deducing! Come along! But, like, it's not fun. And, like, Moriarty was, like, behind it all the whole time, but then he died, but then he didn't die, but then he died, but then he didn't die, was and he was he gay. D- he wasn't he was dead. The last I watched, he was dead. 
but I don't know if they brought him back for the fourth fourth season. I, I think I remember that they didn't. I think they kept him dead. Andrew Scott had had they enough. They finally let him go and let him do other things. God, Andrew Scott, thank you for your service. In case none of you... In case you managed to escape Sherlock back in 2011... Which, first of all, like, God bless you. And maybe turn this off now. Maybe if you if you're still pure and still whole... Then you can stop listening to this and not have to know anything about it. But if you're curious, Sherlock is a show created by um, Doctor Who showrunner Stephen Moffat um, and Mark Gatiss. <laughs> what can we say about Mark Gatiss? <laughs> Earlier today, Maj and I watched one of the major clips when Mark Gatiss is on the show London Spy. <laughs> and, like, just don't watch it, please. Um... It's an orgy, and he's really sweaty. Russell T. Davies nominated for an Emmy. Good for him. Congratulations, Russell T. Davies. But Sherlock uh, is bad. He's really bad. You know, you know Sherlock Holmes. You know that detective guy who wore the hat. <laughs> and he had the pipe, and like he solved mysteries. And he was fun. Yeah. That's not this show. Yeah, what if he was awful? What if he was a terrible person? Like, irredeemably. Like, I saw, I saw a pose that's like, that's like, it's a bummer that BBC Sherlock decided, yes! to make, decided to make him, like, a terrible person and a sociopath because relatively nice guy that occasionally does heroin when he needs to relax is the funniest concept ever. Yeah, and, like, I've read... A few of the actual stories. And they were... I, I did, too. They're I, cute. They're fun. They're fun. He's, like, kind of socially off a little. Yeah. Not even that much. This is, again, like, a point from the BBC Sherlock is Garbage and Here's Why video that really made me think, in the original stories, like, you kind of solved along yes, with him. absolutely. That's the point of a mystery and a detective that, story is was, that the clues line up. And it makes sense. But BBC Sherlock is like, we hate you for watching our show and being a fan and trying to solve the clues it's of a mystery show. Everyone else. Fuck you. Everyone else in the show is just like, oh, could it be this? And Sherlock is like, fucking idiot. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell but by from the scratches on her phone that she's an alcoholic because she can't plug her phone in right, which means obviously her husband was cheating on her. And then, like, the, the words are flying. <laughs> That's my least favorite part of the show. That was also my favorite part. <laughs> that was my favorite part when I was 12 years old and watching it. Was I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Look, like, what he does, he, like, puts his hands up and he's like, Liberty Bell. <laughs> actually, but now I'm like, God, that's the worst part of the show. The worst. I'm actually thinking now, you can cut this off or you can keep it. London Spy is that. <laughs> like, it's like his character is like in a room and he's like, but I can tell that my lover was here before because of my instincts. And no one else knows. And I don't know if they have words fly around, but they have very similar graphics. It's the same cinematic universe. It's definitely the same cinematic universe. Mark Gatiss in that show is the same as Mark Gatiss in Sherlock. God, it really is. What if Sherlock was nice? Anyway, in Sherlock, it's kind of... They don't do a procedural 
crime show type deal. Instead, it's all masterminded. It's barely even Monster of the Week. Yeah. It's just like... Because it's all connected. But why is it all connected? There's no... They give you no reason that Moriarty, Sherlock's arch-rival, who is doing this because he's bored and he's just so crazy... (laughs) And he's just masterminding all of this, and all these bad guys of the week lead back to him. But they, they don't know each other. No. He has no grudge, upset, like, no reason. He has no motive. At all. He's just crazy. He's just... He's just crazy. He's just a crazy queer. God. And, yeah, yeah, and he's gay. He's, he's like, he's, almost 100% confirmed. I'm, yeah. Gay. He's gay. And that's, like, that's also the joke of Moriarty. Is like ah, uh, he's crazy and he's and he's gay. He's crazy and he wants to fuck Sherlock, but Sherlock isn't gay. And you or know how, is he? You know how many times that joke has been made on the show? I would say they do it at least five times per episode. The difference between John Locke and Merther is why Merther was such good queer bait. It was all in the metaphor of magic being homosexuality. And the pining and the, and the constantly pining. putting on his armor. Yeah. And the, the the one mandatory scene per episode when Merlin and Arthur are like coming back from or about <laughs> to go to a battle when they like discuss the nature of life and love and then it is like a moment when they're gonna hug each other and then subverted by Arthur being like, anyway, Merlin, polish my armor! <laughs> Sherlock has their work a lot easier for them because it's it's modern day and no one's getting burned at the stake for being gay. <laughs> so, like, they can acknowledge that it exists. They can acknowledge homosexuality. And boy, do they acknowledge homosexuality. I would say definitely a five per episode at least. Someone being like, well, you know, your boyfriends and John being like, "How He's dare not, you! I am not gay. I'm not gay." And then Sherlock being like, "Yes, yes, yes. Well, on to the next crime." Because he's <laughs> <laughs> a sociopath. He doesn't this, care. About Mrs. Hudson things. is definitely the most fun character in the show. I was watching a scene cop today, and it was like. From after Reichenbach Falls, yeah. maybe. When he's telling her about Mary, and she's like, oh, so soon after Sherlock, you're really moving on. <laughs> I'm like, she's just so well-intentioned and fun. Imagine two men live in your apartment building for at least three years, and the whole time, you just, like, assume they're lovers and they're not. An I'm- ally. <laughs> I mean, to quote myself from the camp exhibition, (laughs) what two straight men are roommates for three years when they're, like, upper 30s to 40s? I was about to say Dan and Phil, but they were not upper 30s to 40s. And aren't they gay now? Oh, and John John also has a plot point up until Mary is John has a string of girlfriends... (laughs) That he can never, you never see one more than twice. He can never remember their names or anything about them. And they all break up with him because they're like, Sherlock is a lucky man. <laughs> you spend more time with Sherlock than you do with me. And John will be like, I can't believe chasing all the women away. And Sherlock's like, yes, yes, yes. Start On to the next crime. <laughs> 
time for me to, to mournfully play the violin now, John, while I'm staring into a window. Yeah, I think the best, the, the biggest thing that they use to queerbait is everyone else in that show just being just like... Serious. And I guess Sherlock is queer-coded. I know TV tropes lists Merlin as canonically asexual, <laughs> but I'm sure yes. they... Oh, I totally remember this. But I'm they sure like they Sherlock do for Sherlock, is, too. Well, because they, they called him asexual, yeah. the creators. Yeah. Which they didn't really know what that meant. No, they didn't at all. The, it, it's the Irene Adler part that we'll get into <laughs> later, because there's so much to unpack there. Like, Sherlock is a reclusive drug addict who plays the violin and has one friend who is his straight roommate who he's utterly obsessed with on every level. Which should be a fun character concept. But he's not! Because he's such a terrible person. <laughs> he's like... The one good thing he ever did in his life was Reichenbach Falls when he kills himself for his friends and family. And they retconned that. Yeah. It didn't happen. He was like, no, I was too busy deducing. <laughs> they also um, never tell you how he fixed it. Yeah, that. never. It's really like, oh, you spent two years, <laughs> three years wanting to know how he faked his death. We'll never tell you. Fuck you. You fucking morons. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wanted to solve the mystery on the mystery show. I'm sorry. Is that such a crime? But it's Is Sherlock gonna solve that one too, huh? In the first episode, they're like running around holding hands. The first with each episode other. is probably the best queer bait. Yeah. When they were arrested and they like were handcuffed together and like ran holding hands. That was fun. No, that was in the Reichenbach Falls. Oh, no, I thought that was in the first one. No, that was oh, fuck, Falls. right. Cause he's like, it all they, blends together. They come to his house to arrest him. Yeah. For con- conspiracy to kidnap, I think. I can't even get into it. Re- I can't rewatch it, but I, I can't remember anything oh, that happened on the it's show. It's that um, Moriarty makes it seem like Sherlock has faked all of the crimes and that he really did that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Moriarty pretends to be an actor that Sherlock has blackmailed (laughs) into being a supervillain. God, Moriarty is so fun. Moriarty, like... A terribly written villain. (laughs) Absolutely serves no purpose and horrible, but so fun. He did nothing wrong. He just wanted his attention. Good for him. Good for him. Like, Sherlock lives in a world where he's considered hot. (laughs) (laughs) By everyone. And then suddenly, no, we live in the Sherlock world. (laughs) Oh, no. They made a joke about it yesterday. I want to see that movie so bad. (laughs) It's really good. Um, Himesh Patel's character is talking to Lily James, and he's like, it would take a miracle for my music career to thrive. And she goes, miracles can happen. Think about it. Ben, ben cover about the sex symbol. <laughs> Which is oh, woke of them. God. That movie was extremely woke. I gotta have to see it so bad. <laughs> it's a like, communist masterpiece. You have no idea. Oh, God. Yeah, but other, other favorite tropes that that John Locke used for their queerbaiting. John gets kidnapped all the time. Almost as much as Merlin. To the point yeah. that there is an episode in which uh, John is kidnapped and nearly burned alive in a fire and Sherlock has to go and rescue him. Which, like, 
I could have told you it was a BBC Merlin plot. I wouldn't have believed you because I don't <laughs> think Arthur would mess rescue Merlin if he was going to be burned at the stake. John gets trapped in a bonfire and almost burns to death. John gets kidnapped by Moriarty and in the first bomb. in the first episode he gets kidnapped by Mycroft. <laughs> Minecraft, who is the weirdest character on the show. I don't know what purpose he serves. He's there to, like, say things and continue the queer bit because it's Mark Gatiss. Yeah. He's there to be like. It's a way for Mark Gatiss to get inside the show and be like, fuck you! (laughs) You and my brother seem to be quite close. Fond of each other. Sherlock, you mustn't get get attached to him. He gets the bomb, he gets. Does, he gets like drugged a few times. Definitely. Well, Sherlock drugs him. Sherlock drugs him. I think another guy drugs him at some point. I'm sure. Sherlock also gets hurt and kidnapped. Yeah. And brutalized to fan fiction level. Oh, yeah. They like, really did the fans' work for them. They, yeah. Their apartment explodes and he's in it, but I think fine. Yeah. He is almost shot and kidnapped by a cop, uh, a cabbie in the first episode. Because they hate the fans so much. They'll set up situations where, like, Sherlock's being hurt. But then he was in control the whole time. He knew what he was doing the whole time! How could you be so stupid to empathize with Sherlock? Don't you know he (laughs) is a He's a high-functioning sociopath! Side note, Anderson from Sherlock literally everywhere. He's in every piece of media I've ever watched. Anderson from Sherlock was also fun. Anderson from Sherlock, best character. God, remember in season three where they- (laughs) He goes crazy? He goes crazy and, like, trying to figure out how Sherlock did it and Moffat and Gatiss are just like, look- that's you, you stupid, <laughs> stupid fans. And at the time, I was like, "Oh, I am the worst." And now I'm like, "No, girl, they you are were like twelve and dumb. They're adult men." Oh, and a- another favorite thing that Sherlock does is whenever like Sherlock's being threatened, they hold John at gunpoint. And they're like, "You're not gonna, your little friend." boyfriend oh boyfriend so like sherlock getting jealous anytime john has anyone in his life sherlock crashing john's engagement for attention oh let's talk about Uh, the wedding (laughs) there's an entire episode based around john's wedding sherlock gives the best man speech the whole time mycroft's like things are gonna change you can't get uh involved with this man because he's gonna they're gonna live somewhere else and not with you and I don't know. The whole episode is just Sherlock being sad and jealous about it. And then, and then, he, he leaves, leaves the, the wedding, wedding early. early. Who, Who leaves the wedding early? Is a, is a thing that is said on that show. Yeah. It's actually foreshadowed early about yeah. someone who is Yeah. Dead. I don't remember what the context it was Mrs. Hudson. Mrs. Hudson was telling, like, a story of, like, her friend or something. Or, like... Her friend who left her wedding early. Yeah. She's jealous. She's, wow. It wow. gets you! As much as it's malicious and horrible, BBC... And homophobic. And homophobic, BBC Sherlock gets you. I got maybe... I watched, I don't know, like, two Sherlock scene comps each under ten minutes. And midway through the second, I was like, yeah, Sherlock was probably a little in love with John. And then I was like, kill yourself. 
I think their use of, like, the other people around them being like, you obviously care about each other. It was easy. It was the same. It's essentially like the prophecy trope that people use in Queer Bay. Yeah, except it wasn't a... It's not a fantasy show. Yeah. So they can't do a prophecy. Yeah. As close as they could get to that is, like, everyone else notices this bond that they have. Yeah. Mycroft knows that, like, this man is different. And Sherlock (laughs) is different around him. Yeah. And that's, like, honestly what gets you the most. Is yeah. I'm like, wow, they're in love, but they don't even realize it. Everyone knows but them. And John is so insistent that he's not gay. He's so insistent that he's not gay that you can't help but be like... <sighs> wow, he definitely blew some when he was in the army. Gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't help but be like... They cover all their bases. We've got John who's denying that he's gay so much that the viewer's like... He's got to be gay. Otherwise, why would he bring it up so much? And you've got Sherlock, who never... Even a little denies it. Yeah. Because he's just too socially awkward and, like, fake autistic. Because the show hates everyone. hates everyone. It hates not white people. It hates gay people. It hates autistic people. It hates women. Oh, God, it hates women so much. It's one of the most brutally misogynistic shows it's I've ever so watched. so awful. And that's that's another thing that they use for their queer bait, is they treat the women so badly. They make it so that you can't root for any of the female romantic interests. You could root for John and Mary for a hot sec. Yeah, Before but- she was, like, an assassin. <laughs> Honestly... That made me root for them a little bit more. I thought that was fun. I just thought it was stupid, because I thought she was a good character before yeah. she was like, which is Stephen Moffat's whole problem. Oh, yeah. Is that everyone he, has to be a thing. Everyone has to be a thing. Especially women. God knows women can't be people. <laughs> well, he doesn't know how to write women who are people. He only knows how to write women who are quirks. For You could, could root for Mary and John a little bit, but not without Sherlock being there and in sad. the background <laughs> trying to get attention. You couldn't root for John's string of girlfriends. You can't root for... Molly. God, you can't root for Molly at all. Pour one out for Molly You just Hooper. feel like... Oh, I just God. feel so bad for Molly. Like, imagine being, like, that level of a Betty... Molly's, I mean that in the classical. Yeah, definition. yeah, not our, not our woke revised <laughs> Betty. Molly was like ugh, nice. She was a nice person, and she was written so badly, and she could not do anything but be in love with this asshole. Which I guess like is the major thing of the show. Why is John there? He's mean. It he has d- no redeeming qualities. Nothing makes sense. Unless, like, I guess John is also a deeply fucked up human. Yeah. Which is their argument. But they don't make it successfully. No. It always seems like John's, like, a relatively okay person. <laughs> and his best friend is just a monster. Horrible. I feel like... And he doesn't do anything about it because he's just so quirky. I feel like Sherlock fandom, like, people who wrote fix, often woobify John, uh, not John, Sherlock. Yeah. And often are like, they love each other so much. That, like, makes you forget that, like... In canon? He's, like, awful. So mean. Like, lets people die for no reason. While we're on the topic of the women of Sherlock, I think we should address Irene. (laughs) Must we address Irene? I think we must address Irene. Irene Adler is Sherlock's one actual love interest. Sort of. Not really. The episode that she's in... 
scandal in Belgravia ends with him fighting terrorists. <laughs> yeah, it ends with him fighting terrorists. To be clear, Arab terrorists. Yeah. And, like, it ends in with turbans. Him... He's in a turban, too. Yeah. He's, like, in some desert somewhere, as Irene is about to be executed, and he fights terrorists. And that's what Sherlock Holmes is. Yeah. Irene is supposed to be a lesbian. She's not. She's in love with Sherlock. So much so that it's her downfall, because she makes him her iPhone, her Blackberry password. That was the, the like, climax of the episode. Woman got the best of you, being a woman. You got outsmarted by your own womanness. She thought she was smart, but at the end of the day, she was a woman. How dare, how dare you think that you can be smart when Sherlock is here to do his magic. <laughs> And see a bunch of little words. <laughs> the whole thing is that her in the original story is that she outsmarts him. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. Because they were like, fuck women. They were like, fuck women. And also we're going to drive that point in really hard by having an end with Sherlock rescuing her from terrorists. God. Why? Remember when people asked them about that episode? And they were like, wasn't it sexist? And then someone was like, well, I think they had sex after. Like, another one of those <laughs> actors, probably Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm speechless. He was like, well, I think they, they were very loving to each other after. I know in the fandom, it was really big to just pair off Molly and Irene <laughs> in the background. <laughs> But they, this is not Morgwen. This is not Morgwen. It made no sense. They They've never met They each don't other. know each other. They don't know about... Oh, wait, was she at the Christmas party? Was... No. Molly was at the Christmas party, and, like, Irene was mentioned. But that's it. That's it. I don't know what that means. There was, like, the Christmas party scene when Sherlock is playing. I don't know. What I most Getting remember from there. that scene is... No, he's, like, sad about Irene not being there or something. Uh, but I most remember that scene. It's it's when John has a girlfriend and he called her the wrong name. And she's like, you're a great boyfriend. Sherlock Holmes is a lucky, lucky man. man. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. What if all of John's girlfriends were Cockney? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It's terrible. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. The show hates women. And oh, boy, does the fandom hate women. I mean, you have to hate women to ship John Locke. You really do. You have to You have to hate yourself to ship John Locke. Because it was all women. It was all women. Like, I refuse to believe an actual gay man. <laughs> yeah. That being said, speaking of actual gay people... Take it away. So, we're about to enter some territory that some might call controversial. <laughs> and we might call yes. I don't know if any of you guys um familiar with a concept called the dynamic. The dynamic. I hope we don't get sued for making this. <laughs> Ronan will defend us. Ron the dynamic is a t is a term coined by the blog The Niche um about it's kind of it's generally like a formula for white guy ships. <laughs> They have to admit that's what it is. It's a formula for white guy ship. If you were on Tumblr in 2011, you might have seen all the jokes about, like, every ship is the dark-haired boy and the blonde guy. And that's it. That's what the dynamic is. That's just what it is. 
From the root of the dynamic? It's John Locke. It's John Locke. The dynamic is based off of John Locke, and the-, the they've, they've admitted it. Yeah, yeah, no, But it's... they're like, not BBC John Locke, and I'm like, y- yes, BBC yes, John Locke. Yes, BBC John Locke. Don't act like like oh, like you're you, super into Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, you read the Conan Doyle stories and went ham. Like, <laughs> just admit it was John Locke, BBC John Locke, BBC John. Locke. Just admit it was Sherlock, BBC Sherlock, and John, BBC Sherlock. <laughs> Do they have last names? Maybe. No. But yeah, the conceit of the dynamic is every couple is. The sweater boy and the absolute nightmare. I assume you can imagine, because, you know, you have a character who only wears sweaters and a character who is a drug-addicted sociopath who, like, plays the violin and does random things like shooting the wall because he's so crazy. He's an absolute nightmare. He's an absolute nightmare. I'm sure someone on the show has called him. It's Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. Yeah. It's, it, the original post talks about how, like, they realize that House is John Locke. Yes. Which, like, it took you guys that long to realize that it's House? House is Sherlock Holmes. It's House. Like, House, Holmes, <laughs> James Wilson. I don't know what house's first name is but i'm sure it starts with an s least favorite thing about the dynamic is how they insist it's woke because they think the sweater boy tops <laughs> my yeah my least favorite thing about the dynamic is how much being a top or bottom factors into it the only thing worse than the show bbc sherlock was the bbc sherlock fandom it was it was something else. It was truly horrendous. You can't go, like, an inch experimentally into the John Locke tag without, like, like full fetish art. Because there was such a long gap between seasons, it gave, <laughs> it gave horrible ideas time to fester. Imagine me, 14 years old. I just watched the show and my friend was like, oh, isn't John Locke good? And I'm like, yeah, they held hands. Like, John was held at gunpoint and Sherlock was, like, upset about it. And isn't I go, that love? Isn't that love? And then I go into the tag and that was this same winter when the Hobbit movie came out. Oh, no. The Hobbit, I remember that. The Hobbit movie starring Benedict Cumberbatch as the dragon and Martin Freeman as Bilbo. And yes, people ship that as a John Locke AU. I've definitely seen that fan art. And it's definitely, like, steamy. Wow, the show really portrays them both as two sexually inept men. Like, in different ways, but definitely both. And all of John Locke everything is like intense bdsm <laughs> like countless mpreg effects oh is like- god so many i remember when i was first like first getting into reading fan fiction i was scared off so hard for years because of, i was looking for sherlock fan fiction because i was 14 in my defense you know what i was in ninth grade, so it's fine. I was into John Locke because I didn't know better. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I want to read John Locke fanfiction. And I like keep scrolling through and I'm like, what the fuck is Mpreg? And then I didn't <gasps> read fanfiction for years after that. <laughs> I think that's for the best. Yeah. 
M Prague really be like, we hate women and trans people? <laughs> I've never seen such vehement hatred of female characters than in the Sherlock fandom, and that includes Supernatural. Yeah. Which was like, oh, it hated women so much. Yeah. But it was Sherlock, which they like. They liked his mom, and they liked. Sam's dead girlfriend. Yeah, and I liked. I, they, I think. I think people we liked, liked Meg Ru- and Ruby. People liked like Meg and Ruby. I liked I just Meg and Ruby. That those were Which one was Cass's romantic interest? Meg. I loved Meg. She was so fun. She was fun. Um, but that they tried to give Cass multiple girlfriends. There was that's a topic they, for next there week. There was a girl after Meg. But the Sherlock fandom was where was really big on having blogs specifically dedicated to hating women, to hating specific female characters, especially Mary. For the most part, the biggest chunk of the fandom's lifespan and most active lifespan was the hiatus between season two and yeah, three. Yeah, people hated Martin Freeman's wife on, and like, on we like, all... social media. God. They flamed her. And they, we, like, only knew that Mary was going to happen. She wasn't even on the show yet. And people hated her so much. So needlessly. So needlessly. It was... What an, what an inoffensive female character she was in the beginning. Yeah, she was fun. <laughs> she was like, it's fine that my husband's obsessed with this irredeemably awful person who lives for sure girl like what? go off queen go off queen whatever does it for you and then she's like pregnant in the middle east or something i don't know sherlock gets racist sometimes it just sneaks yeah up it, on it you. just sneaks them in there second episode is like chinese yeah banker martial arts yeah Gemma chan is in it oh shit that's Gemma Chan. Oh my god. Oh my god, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. What are you doing in there? Well, yeah, no, the Sherlock fan was absolutely crazy, and I think the best example of this was the John Locke conspiracy, known as T TJLC, which was a meta-slash-general oh, rallying cry started by Grace Ebooks. <laughs> Tumblr user Grace Ebooks. Oh, God, Tumblr user. Who is a real-life lawyer now. Imagine. Grew up for a crime. Grace Ebooks. I want Grace Ebooks to defend me. A big facet of the John Locke conspiracy was that wasn't just like, oh, they're queerbaiting us. They were very woke about the fact that it's not queerbaiting at all. They fully intend to make John Locke canon because they've been lying to us this whole time. It's like an elaborate detective game, and we are winning. <laughs> you know, maybe they're not wrong. Lying to you is something that the showrunners did a lot. Sherlock and John not ending up together, not being romantic at all, never going to be canon, was probably the one thing that they ever told the truth about. They were like, yeah, there's nothing... Did they ever even, like, in- intimate that it might be true? Like, just for the lulls? No, like I think the that they were... Did? I think they were really, like, it's... Upfront. Yeah, they were really upfront. They're like, it's... At every con- convention, at every interview, they're like, it's not going to happen. And they were like, but they mean it is. They mean it is. Which, you know what, like, I can't blame you for thinking that. The whole show was just maliciously being like, oh, you thought this? <laughs> Fuck you! Like, it's not your fault for falling for a queer bait that well-crafted. Like, you shouldn't feel stupid. Because it was men being mean intentionally for no reason. But it wasn't going to happen. 
And you should have figured that out after a point. Oh, I'm reading this thing right now. I guess it really was about because Mark Gatiss was gay. <sighs> the parallels to the Jarchi Long Con are present. We just have brain cells. We just have brain cells and Roberto doesn't hate us. Roberto doesn't hate us. And, and also, there's, you know... We can't dismiss Archie's Archie's weird fantasy. We can't, dis- we can't we dismiss can't. Archie's weird fantasy. Also, I- it's like if Mark Gatiss wrote John Locke fan fiction prior to this, and Arthur Conan Doyle appeared in his house as a ghost and was like, "You need to stop." Like that's the difference between Jarchie and John Locke. For the for the people listening, Jarchie isn't a queer bait. No. Jarchie's like men having fun. They don't care enough to make it a queer bait. Like, people are way too invested in Bughead. We're looking at the TJLC uh, fan lore wiki page, page, and it's insane. I wasn't this deeply invested. I think this was was big after season three, which was after I was... Yeah, I never really interacted with this either. Yeah, which was, like, after I was really into it. A big thing with this John Locke conspiracy was the idea of a secret fourth episode in season three. Four. 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 And I guess that That made them canon. Yeah, I I assume. Isn't, aren't they as canon as they were ever gonna be? Like, don't they end up raising a kid together? Yeah, that's the most you can ever hope for with a queerbait ship. Their, Their love interest got killed off and, like, there's nothing else they can do. That's it. That's the most you can hope for. And you got it. You did. You know Arthur got? Arthur died. Arthur died. <laughs> I don't know how Destiel's gonna end, but, like, they're not gonna raise a kid together. No. I think Sherlock, I think BBC Sherlock could have really, really made bank if they r- truly played, like, a love triangle between Sherlock, Sherlock John. John, and Moriarty. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, they tr- they did a li- they didn't really do that because we never got to see John and Moriarty being jealous of each other, but, like, there was that kiss that was, like, a dream sequence, yeah. or, like, they def- big, there was... They definitely just, like, should have made... They should have kept Moriarty longer, which I guess they couldn't because Andrew Scott was probably like, Please let me go. <laughs> Please let me out of here. Arcadis <laughs> had him in a cage in his basement. I think Moriarty could have been less of a threat. Yeah. He could have been like, like, he could have been more like Villanelle. Mm-hmm. And that, like, he's absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Re- yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. I mean, killing Eve is Sherlock, but. But good. But, like, really good. Um, and not queerbait. Not queerbait. Doesn't hate women. Isn't racist. Yeah, wow, really, it ticks off those boxes so quick. Like, Villanelle can absolutely kill Eve at any moment, and they're, but like, she obsessed. D- but she, but she doesn't, doesn't, and that's what makes it sexy. It's so sexy and weird, and, like, they totally could have done that when, like, there's other villains that are more important than Moriarty, and he's just kind of there to, like, be troublesome. If you're gonna have a villain that's, like, obsessed with your with your protagonist... Don't make him the big evil bad. You can't maintain a wild card like that as the antagonist for just too long. Yeah, which they, they can't, and then they kill him, but then they don't because he's their most interesting character, and they, they just don't know what to do. But if they'd made it like that, and he like maybe comes in to help sometimes, yeah. and then John doesn't if, like it. Wow, we could write this we show. We could write this show. So much better. We could make it fine. Also, like if Sherlock had ended after Reichenbach Falls, 
by no stretch would we hate it to yeah, the degree that we do. Exactly. I they could like, like I wouldn't even they could throw in like a little hint of like, oh, maybe he's not really dead. Maybe. But not like him standing there. Yeah. Like Jean looks like it's a text on his phone or something. Yeah, and then we don't see the text and then it's over. See, we could write this show. Wow. Or they could have not done Reichenbach Falls. Yeah. And they or they could have done it later and done the cat and mouse thing for some seasons. It just and then it ended was the so love triangle with badly Falls. written. So poorly written. God. It was so poorly written. And it would be so easy to not make it bad. I don't know if it's a bad writer. He's a bad writer. He can he... write some good episodes. He can write good one-off episodes. Yeah. He did that. He did his best writing in Doctor Who when it was she was just had like one or two parter episodes. They were like wrap this up in forty five to ninety but minutes. But anytime you try and give him control of anything. He's like, oh, here's my poop It's a mystery. Ooh. Ooh, I'm smarter than everyone. Here's my poo-poo brain. We hate Sherlock so much. We hate it so much. How would we rank John Locke on a queerbait scale of 1 to 10? Are we talking, so there's two scales. One right. One is how hard they queerbait you and, like, how shippable and good And how shippable and good to go. Okay. On the queerbait scale, I would give them... I would give them a 6.5. I'd give an 8. I, they get you. Yeah. They get you hard. That's true. Okay. I want to... I'll give it a 7. Give it a 7? I'll give it a 7, 7.5. All the parts with, like, the almost... Like, John having to be rescued. Why are you making it so low? You know you, you know it gets Fine. you. Fine! I'll give it a 9! <laughs> it got me, okay? It got me. It really gets you. It got me. In terms of, like, what they are as a couple... Like a five. Yeah, I was gonna say four. Not as abjectly horrible as Werther. Like, I don't think that it's a good couple now looking at it with my third eye open and, like, critical thinking skills and a year of media studies under my belt. Also, if they were real people and a real couple, they would be so mean. They'd be funny. They'd be so mean. They'd be like, here's this awful guy and his, like, very normal boyfriend. I guess that's the dynamic. That's the dynamic. That's how they get you. Right. I do know with my brain that it's this awful guy and his normal boyfriend, but I I can never fully remove Martin Freeman from the (laughs) equation. So whenever people are, like, (laughs) describing John as such a nice, normal guy, I can never really see that because Martin Freeman is just a little evil. I mean, like, look. Sherlock cares about John more than Arthur ever cared about Merlin. Yeah. Sherlock rescued him from danger and, and only drugged him once. <laughs> he doesn't bring John completely undefended <laughs> into, like, battle. Oh, God. John Locke. John Locke. It got ya. It gets ya. But I hate it. I hate it, too. I really feel like I didn't ship it that much as a kid. I was really into and then it. I, and then I did. Like, I didn't at first. I got dragged into it. Mm. I was relatively into it, and then, like, freshman year of high school, like, the friends I had were really into it, so they they indoctrinated me. Well, we'll probably come back to John Locke a little. <laughs> we do double OQ. Because it's the same ship. It's the same ship, and, like... It's the same thing. Every fic for that ship is a crossover with Sherlock. Everything is the same. Every ship is the same. Everything is the same. The dynamic was right. <laughs> People are so uncreative. <laughs> Except for next week. Which when, is when we pinnacle. finally get into what I've been so excited about. Oh, right. What are you being queerbaited by at the moment? Well, I, I just finished <laughs> Merlin, so... 
I really held out on Merthyr because Mercelot is so good mm-hmm. and gets you so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cod, the hand around his waist. The hand is on his waist. Hand's on his waist, man. Um, and and that gets you, and that sustains itself through the the first four seasons. Pretty damn. At least it sustains itself through seasons four and season three, season three and four, pretty solidly. And like, it's there a lot. It's not really yeah. there in season two, but like that's okay. But season five, Lancelot's been gone long enough. I know. It's so upsetting. <laughs> and they're, like, going out with a bang, baby. And by the end, they get you. They not get- fully. Not as much as I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Merlin becomes so... I'm being cremated by BBC Merlin, or I just was successfully cremated by all of BBC Merlin. And now I'm reading The Once and Future King by T.H. White. Lancelot is... This is the summer where Lancelot just gets us, huh? I love you, Lancelot. Lesbians for Lancelot. Yeah, I'm also, yeah, watching BBC Merlin. I'm on the la- uh, the last season. Lancelot, be like, you belong with me. <laughs> Lancelot, be like, oops, commits adultery. Because Lancelot's been gone for so long and I'm so sad, like, Mergwain's fine too. Gwen is just like, oh, I'm sexy and shirtless and always being tied up by bad guys. <laughs> He's so fun. He's so fun. I love Gwen. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Bye.